Hi there and welcome to Naturally Recovering Autism. I am your host, Kieran Thomas, and I wanna thank you so much for being here and being a proactive parent and getting the resources that you need to let your child live their most fulfilling and independent life possible. When my own son was diagnosed with autism, I was told to drug him and try behavioral therapies and there was nothing else that we could do for him but manage his symptoms the rest of his life. But I didn't wanna do that. Fortunately, my background in craniosacral therapy Look, now 30 years, let me know that the brain can and does heal, but I didn't know that much about autism. What I did know is that I didn't want to just mask the symptoms with dangerous drugs. I wanted to find the causes and work with them naturally. And fast forward, it took me a decade and a lot of time and effort, but today my son is no longer diagnosable with autism after being told it could not happen. So I'm here to share with you valuable resources to save you the time and some of the expense that I had to spend to figure it out and to help you let your child lead to their best results possible. Every child's level of recovery is different, but we know that children who couldn't sleep through the night are sleeping now through the night and happily. Their immune systems are now strong where they were once sick all the time. Children who were nonverbal and their parents were told they could never speak are now speaking. Children who were getting D's and F's in school are getting A's and B's. And those that were so anxious all the time and couldn't sit still and, and were uncomfortable in their own bodies are now calm and happy and relaxed. And they're leading fulfilling and independent lives with friends. This is what we want for our kids. So I'm here to share the resources with you so that you can get the best results for your child the best possible. And you can start that right now with my free download of this top seven foods to eliminate beginning today of the top foods that are the most inflammatory and toxic that are contributing to those physical and behavioral symptoms of autism that your child is having. They're making his life uncomfortable. So you can get that right now at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash seven foods and feel free to share that with anybody you know who would be interested. And I will also link to it in today's show notes. There's of course a lot more than diet, but this is something you could start doing today that will begin to reduce those symptoms. And I'm happy to share everything I can with you. So right now, let's dive into today's episode. Hi there, and welcome back once again to the Naturally Recovering Autism podcast. Uh, I'm Karen Thomas, and I am excited that you're here because today's topic is not only one that, of course, with everything I offer, I hope to give you great value that can help you with your child and improve their quality of life. But today's subject is something that I'm asked about one of the most, uh, it's the most popular you know, diet and gut are really big issues. And if you haven't learned already or been with me for a while, we've talked about how much the gut controls the brain and 80% of the immune system. So it's really important. But candida overgrowth is when we have this bad bacteria in this in our gut and actually it naturally lives in us. But when the bad overrides the good bacteria and the candida gets overgrown, then it pushes out the good bacteria. And that good bacteria is responsible for keeping our gut and our brain and our body and our immune system and everything healthy and helping us thrive. So I wanted to discuss today, what is candida and how does it affect children with autism? So children on the autism spectrum almost always have an overgrowth of candida in their gut. 
And scientists estimate actually that about 70% of all people have an overgrowth of candida. But in intestinal system, we have what is known as, again, good bacteria. And they work hard to keep our gut lining and our immune system in good health and to fight off infection and disease. This is really important as part of our immune system, as I mentioned. Candida also is known, again, as yeast or fungi. You might have heard of fungus, of course, of antifungals and things like that. And we're going to discuss those today, too. In some of the normal bacteria we all carry in our gut, again, and the problem arises when these numbers of candida grow too high, they get out of control, and when the bad bacteria grow to a higher count than the good bacteria, we have what is known as an overgrowth. Okay, that makes sense, right? And this is often referred to as a yeast infection, or you might have heard of candida infection. And these bacteria have a very delicate balancing system. The balance can easily be thrown off by such things as physical injury, poor diet, toxins, emotional stress, and the use of antibiotics. Fungus and yeast, such as candida albicans in the gut, can easily be inhaled through oral secretions and affect our respiratory pathways and lungs as well. Fungus in the body is unknowingly tied to many allergies and can also mimic a heart attack. Yeast is systemic. And now what this means is it's present throughout the entire body, wreaking havoc in the organs, the tissues, and the joints, and the central nervous system, including the brain. This can get into the brain. The GI tract is often damaged so severely by candida that holes have actually been created in the lining of the intestines by it. The spores or the little babies of the yeast have legs on them. They're like little screwdrivers and they bore holes through the intestinal lining. And this causes something called a leaky gut. Now leaky gut allows undigested food and toxins to reach the bloodstream. These toxins flow to, flow to any organ or tissue they can get to, including the brain. And leaky gut also causes a lot of food allergies because the undigested food is seen by the body as a foreign agent and antibodies are created against them. And the immune system says, okay, every time we see this food now, we need to put out these immune markers, this inflammation and fight it and attack it. So now you've seen your child all of a sudden has all of these additional acquired allergies that they didn't always have. And now they do. They're more and more sensitive all the time. You're probably noticing that. Common emotional symptoms that uh, you can look for are hyperactivity or other behavioral problems, excessive irritability, decreased cognitive function like brain fog and a, bit, a hard, hard time thinking. This isn't just about our kids, right? This is about us as well. Everybody can get this. Depression, anxiety. A lot of physical symptoms you might want to look for are headaches, joint pain, earaches and ear infections, tonsillitis, skin rashes can be anywhere but are commonly on the back of the hands, itchy skin, large protruded belly, you know, that kind of Buddha belly. This can be really the, the allergy and the inflammation due to yeast overgrowth, cravings for sweets and carbohydrate foods. 
dark circles under the eyes. This can also be due to the food allergies that coincide with the candida overgrowth. Chronic diarrhea, constipation, uh, gas and bloating, low energy, chronic sinus congestion, itching in the vagina or anus, stuffy nose, fungi also live in the nasal passages. So you might notice a lot of itchy or runny or, or you know, kind of things going on with the nasal passages and trouble breathing or wheezing, as, as I mentioned already, that they, you know, this, this candida can get into our lungs. So again, that's what systemic means. It can get anywhere in the body, get in various organs of our body. So when candida is worked with properly, because it can be a bear to work with, then um, when it's worked with properly, when the pathogenic bacteria become more balanced, parents notice improved sleep, better digestion and elimination, an increase in speech and communication and social behavior, less aggression, better focus and concentration, increased energy, and so much more. Many people on antidepressant and anti-anxiety medications can actually have their symptoms disappear even after a proper GI program that rebuilds, strengthens, and balances the good bacteria in the gut. So why is yeast so hard to get rid of? We take antifungal agents a lot of the time. That's what we're told to do to, to fight candida, right? But the lesser known truth is that they just build up resistance to these pro products and the yeast can actually become stronger over time. This makes it harder to get rid of. And when yeast feels threatened by one of these yeast programs and we start taking things, it has the ability and an, an innate intelligence that tells it to hibernate in our tissues where it then can hide and it's kept safe and sheltered from our anti-candida program. Some, some of it's killed off and we feel a little bit better of the effects of die off or we feel worse of the effects of die off. Die off. So we, you know, we think, okay, well, we're starting to feel better short term, so it must be working. And short term, it, it is. Candida also releases spores, which are like their little babies. These spores are also able to hibernate when these dan the dangers such as yeast cleansing programs or other strengthening immune system programs happen. And when we feel better and stop our yeast cleanse, the spores come out of hibernation and they recolonize in our gut, laying their own new babies, except now they're even stronger. In this case, the candida problem returns usually worse than it was before. And that might take a little bit of time. You finish your, your antifungal program or, you know, and, and then you think, okay, we're good. But then suddenly you'll notice that things start getting bad again, and then they get worse than they were before. So let's talk about spores just a little bit, these babies. They release the spores again, which are like their little babies, and they can actually bore themselves in the tissue of our bodies. The worst part is that candida builds up a resistance to antifungal agents, which makes them even stronger again. And once we go through a proper, and I'll use the word proper very specifically, candida eradication, then we need to also practice maintenance long-term because Proper candida eradication does not mean diflucan or other short-term antifungals. So why not antifungals? Well, antifungal products have been used for years to help eradicate candida albicans. However, I have found that they do not take care of the imbalance completely when used alone. 
and they often leave residual things behind. Some of these products I mentioned below are helpful to the immune system and for short-term relief. However, Candida learns how to hide away from these types of products and lay their spores only to come out of hiding again once we finish the cleansing program. A few of the commonly known, you know, common antifungals that you might have heard about are oregano oil, black walnut, garlic, olive leaf extract, podarco, malic acid, which is found in apple cider vinegar, grapefruit seed extract, and of course, diflucan, the antifungal medication. They also have a likelihood of intense die-off reactions for your child, such as headaches, fever, increased in irritability and anger, anxiety, increased stimming, and a lot more. And the first and easiest place to start with diet, start with is the diet, because You've got to start starving these, these bad bacteria out, this candida, and it thrives on a lot of the bad foods your child's eating. It's very common. So sugars, including fruit, processed carbohydrates, even most gluten-free foods, yes, even the gluten-free ones are processed carbs, and they turn to sugar in the body. Antibiotic use is also a way that they kill out the good bacteria along with the bad because they're not discriminatory leaving us with less of the good bacteria in our gut, which allows the candida to overgrow again once we're done with the antibiotics. High stress levels also contribute to candida overgrowth. And our kids with autism are under adrenal fatigue and adrenal stress a lot. You might see your child have a lot of anxiety and fight or flight syndrome. And it's because, you know, with a heavy toxic load in our body like they have, and infections, which, you know, we've talked about all these things in past episodes that, you know, the adrenal glands just become so internally, they just stressed and it, you know, it starts to break down the adrenal, the ability to handle stress. So this actually then allows candida overgrow. The high sugar content foods are very inflammatory and they let the candida come back if we're not careful. So you don't want to just be good for a little while and think, okay, well, we stopped eating the bad foods for a little while, but my child's doing better. So it's okay if they eat whatever they want now. No, you're going to regret that one. It's everything in moderation, but also all the bad foods, they really shouldn't be, you know, uh, you know, eaten at all anyway. And I'm going to link to um, the autismcheatsheet.com, my free guide that you can download right now and learn the top seven foods that you want to eliminate from your child's diet. Yes, I know that your child is addicted to a lot of them because, you know, a lot of these have addictive properties and I'll talk about them here in a moment, um, but it can be, a, it needs to just be a slow and steady process of changing your child's diet over because um, they are literally craving those foods that are bad for them and feeding the candida. For many with candida, it's a good six months to a year or even more for some to be strict on the diet, because as you, be you begin cleansing it and doing further detoxification, things like mercury and heavy metals are, are getting in the way of the body, removing excess candida more easily. And he can have just a little bit of fruit, but be mindful of too much. That's the thing is you don't want to have too much of, of something, even with fruit. So be, because you don't want to be feeding the candida, the sugars that the fruit supplies it and letting them thrive. Um, they like the sugar and the processed carbohydrates and the sugary foods, including dairy, because the body is craving them from the candida. 
candida craves them, so it makes us, the host body, crave them. Once it is more balanced, then the diet doesn't have to be so strict, but it should become a general lifestyle. It's fairly ongoing, of course. Gluten, cow's milk, and processed carbohydrates are not really good for anyone. Whatever you've grown up with, the old thought processes, no more. Gluten and dairy also create opiates in the body, so they're very addictive. And you'll notice your child craves them just as they crave sugars. So the transitional process, again, to a healthier diet is a slow and steady one. So don't, don't try to get too stressed out about it on day one, thinking there's no way this is going to happen, Karen. My child is so addicted to these foods, it's all they'll eat. They are literally addicted, but it's a process over time. Transitioning away from gluten and dairy, again, can be that long-term transition to get rid of those addictive properties. And obviously, your child's behavior is a huge indicator of what is happening. Remember that these things get worse before they get better. And due to the candida being starved out of the foods, they need to thrive on they, you know, so they, they die, which is what we want. The, the diet, the purpose of it, of the candida diet is to starve out the bad bacteria, the candida. So they can't have enough of the foods that they need to thrive. And then they die. When they die, they re they're another toxin in the body. They're releasing more toxins. And so what does that do? Create something more called die off. Now die off reactions are things that you might notice like headaches, increased stimming, uh, worse, you know, worse speech, worse sleep, all of these things. So it's important to have some toxin binders in place and something to help sop up those extra toxins because we want to make sure that we are supporting the child system along the way. Uh, and of course, I can help you with this. But right now, again, the very first and easiest thing to do is to download my free food guide, autismcheatsheet.com, and I will link to it in the show notes for today, which it's show number 189. So it'll be there for you when you're ready for it, um, or you can go ahead and uh, do that right now and start slowly eliminating the um, the foods on that list from your child's diet. In the long run, it's it's about their their behavior, but it, of course, to help them be calmer and more relaxed, help them sleep better, help them be able to focus better, right? But it's also about their health. I mean, this is about longevity. We want our children to be healthier, as healthy as they can be. We want them to be happy and we want them to live to their full potential. And these things that we talk about, these toxins, these bad bacteria, infections, and other things, all get in their way of them really truly being able to be who they truly are and sharing all of their gifts with the world because we know how brilliant our kids are and they deserve to have their best life possible and to share those gifts with the world because we need them. And, uh, and there's nothing greater than seeing a, a healthy, happy child, right? So we're going to do everything we can. And I always, of course, thank you for being here and being such a supportive and committed parent and getting the resources that you need to help your child live their best life possible. And uh, and also, of course, if you give me a like or go on your favorite streaming episode um, or you know, platform and uh, leave me a, a nice review, it really helps 
the reach of this podcast and helps other parents who are in need find it more easily and helps the community, our community of autism parents to get the resources they need more easily. So I appreciate that as well. Thank you again for being here and I look forward to seeing you next time. Take care.